and welcome to the Midweek War Stories. As your no-so crew goes down a little deep dive for the second shows for WCW and WWF. Thunder and Smackdown. This week we're still coming off the heels of the Royal Rumble. And now we're starting the road to Super Brawl for WCW. I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm along with her. Today, I'm the substitute slap nut. Wait a minute. No, that's not right. No. God damn it. Don't let Mike hear that. <laughs> cut, cut. I'm just me. Hello and welcome to... I was so happy. We're gonna I was re- so happy to steal the gimmick. We're going to redo it. Damn it. No, no. So that's gimmick infringement, buddy. Yeah, well, I guess it's a good thing I fucked it up anyway. The Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah well, great. Here goes the downfall of the show. <laughs> uh, the ch- ch- chosen one, Mr. Booble. Um, he got slap nutted. <laughs> that makes it sound so much worse than Slap jacked? <laughs> Big T pulled out a slap jack? He slap jacked that yak? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Don't come back. <laughs> yeah. So January 25th of the year 2000 for WCW, we're in Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. Isn't it weird? Uh, That's weird. But isn't it weird that they're in Vegas for a thunder? Yeah. It seems like too big of a town and too big of an arena for what's at best, let's be honest, like a sea show. I don't know why they're in uh, Vegas. doesn't they don't belong in Vegas for a thunder? Uh, your commentary team is Mike Tanay, the home state of Mike Tanay for oh, Las yeah. Vegas. He's all you gotta promote that. Fuck, he's a bookie now. <laughs> well, that's why they booked Vegas. There you go. Um, we have uh, Tony Schiavone and Scott Hudson. We start the show off with a recap of a uh, Sid, um, his starting his feud with Bret Hart. Yeah, I, I, okay, so. They started this thunder so weird that I thought I was watching the wrong episode. I was like, this has to be like the first one from January. I did too. I went back I and did checked too. and I'm like, nope, this is the one. I was like, oh, okay. Because I was. I'm like, like why is Bret Hart even in this? I was script? setting up all my stuff to watch the show. And then Bret Hart came on. I'm like, okay, I can restart the. I'm not too deep into the yeah. episode. And then they went to the, then the feud of the fa- the match with the Harris Ron or Don on Monday. So I'm like, oh, okay, this is current. Uh, Sid also beat Kevin Nash on Nitro for the title. Let's see how that stands up. <laughs> yes, we are. Com- uh, we see commentary bring up that there's a big cage above the ring. So we get get this. Thunder is in Vegas. I mean, it also looks like they're getting a cage match. That makes no sense at all. I. I- should be on a Saturday night, you know? Jesus Christ. How much money did they have to spend to get that there as fast as they could? Because you know damn well they didn't have concrete plans until, like, Monday. Uh, they probably... Because they, they're coming from... Because all their shit's in Atlanta. Yeah. So... That's true. Unless they, they don't had have already the... planned to have that steel cage, which I know they didn't. No. They had to get that to fucking Las Vegas overnight. So, yeah, they uh, overnight that bitch. Uh, so uh, we get start the show off with in the ring with me, Gene, and Sid. Uh, Sid wants to make WCW proud for choosing him to represent WCW. Well, it's only because you're the only one that they had. You're literally it. Uh, NWO tried to do multiple things to stop him uh, for getting to the match, but he beat all the odds. Um, but then Sid's like, I want an unconditional victory. So... Sid, what are you trying to say? That the win you had on Monday shouldn't count? Only in WCW. Would the conquering baby face be like, that oh, wasn't good enough for me. Uh, there were some shenanigans. That makes no sense. Can I have a mulligan? Yeah. So, guys, I am your champ. But, you know, I just feel real bad. You know, I thought maybe Kevin Nash might have deserved this. So, maybe. I, I wouldn't want to cheat the dastardly heel who's trying to fuck me at every turn. So, yeah, uh, NWO does come out, and Nash says that uh, Sid has to abide by the rules uh, because uh, the rules for for Sid to get to Nash for Monday was Sid had to beat the Harris brothers, defeat one of the Harris brothers to get to Nash. But he beat the wrong one? Exactly. Twin magic. So what do they do? They show footage that they did during commercial break. 
of the ref saying, like, he beat Ron, but he was really facing Don. And Don's like, I'm the legal man. And the ref's like, I believe you. <laughs> okay. Okay, let's Fair do a enough. 10 count. Fair enough. So the ref does a count out on Sid. Tanae doing this. This wasn't even shown on Nitro. Well, no shit. As uh, Nash then says that Sid has to relinquish the title and give it to Nash. Then Nash is like, you know what, David Pinzer, you do it. Get the belt off his waist. Why, why put David Pinzer in this? I don't understand it all. I, I was thinking it might have been like a power bomb coming from him. <laughs> yeah. But Sid lets him grab the title. Um, so then Nash makes a match tonight for Sid. It would be Sid versus Nash in the cage match. However, it would be the Harris brother, too, that he did not defeat. So, basically, it's going to be a handicap match. Yeah. For all intents and purposes, the title's vacant again, by the way. Okay. <laughs> According to Nash, he's a three-time champ now. Yeah. Well, he says that, but no. They don't uh, count it anyway. No. At least they have never had. Okay. Uh, but stipulations is that powerbomb is illegal, and Sid has to pin Nash. Mm-hmm. I did like that trope. That, I mean, I, I like it, but I mean, Jesus Christ. The, hat could, on a hat on a could hat. Could this get more convoluted if it fucking tried? Jesus. It, they could have. They could have. <sighs> oh, my God. Uh, commentary brings up the matches that we should be looking forward to tonight. Uh, the Total Package versus Buff Bagwell. Kidman versus Vampiro. Bam Bam versus Fit Finley. The Mama Lukes and Disco versus Three Count and a Six Man. And we, we will find out who is... Terry Funk's reinforcements. Well, maybe. I guess. <laughs> uh, we go to Gene with the Maestro and Sif- Symphony backstage. As, uh, Gene says, hey, Maestro, aren't you from Vegas? Well, you don't have talent since I don't see you around here. You're not like the- Wayne Newton. So uh, then the Maestro flips the fuck out because of that. Um, he says he has more talent than everybody. Yada, yada, yada. We go backstage with the NWO with them talking as we see... Uh, Scott Steiner talking about how, how he banged all the freaks last night. <laughs> and uh, Hall says, well, since we're in Vegas, I have a gift for you. And he brings in uh, some uh, some slots machines. As it's uh, going to be casino night for the NWO. Seems legit and all above board. I don't see a problem with it, do you? I think they're just going to have a fun time. Yeah. Yeah. If, they're, if you're in charge, you would do the same. I've always heard that what happens in Vegas... Stays in Vegas. It is true until it's on videotape. Oh, God damn it. There's always an if. A but. Look at you, OJ. <laughs> God damn it. So let's go to our first match. You can say God damn it again as it's the Maestro Symphony versus Norman Smiley. Jesus. However, who has showgirls? Has showgirls, and he comes out in this all white tuxedo that you could probably see from like Dumb and Dumber if they didn't go with the blue and orange. Um, then all of a sudden, all of them get in the ring. All the showgirls and uh, Smiley, and then they all do the big wiggle. And the, the spank. And the spank. The maestro attacks Smiley. But first, first, one of the showgirls tapped that ass on Smiley. Yep. And he got all kind of, ooh, what the, ooh, ooh, ooh. And then maestro, like, took over. Yep, maestro took over, and then they brawl as the showgirls have to stay in the ring, because how hard is that for them to get that's, in and out of? That's awkward. Yeah. So what do they do? They leave him in the ring, and then they... The men fight to the back. Uh, Smiley hits Maestro with a chair. Uh, Smiley uh, heads to the back and grabs a chair, but Maestro kicks into his face. Um, we go backstage. However, then Smiley is like crawling on the ground, and he finds a tomb. And by God, it's the Kiss Demon. He gets scared. He gets scared. And, and so did I. And passes out. Did you pass out? No, I just got scared and started crying. Okay, as uh, that is how the maestro wins the match. Because I was like, "Oh, it's demon time," and then I broke down. <laughs> uh, we go. We see the NWO playing casino games. It looks like they're playing Twenty One and poker. They're drinking. Then we see that the package is uh, told package is warming up, but he has a baseball bat and a sting chair just in case Sting wants to show up tonight. Let's go to our next match, and it's part of the cruiserweight championship tournament. As it's the artist formerly known as Prince Ikea versus Kid Romeo. Uh, during the match, standard practices come out, but they're, besides Miss Hancock, the men are in normal clothes. W- would you believe 
that there's another gimmick change here. As a uh, Lodi and uh nope. No? Nope. They're not going by Lodi anymore. They're not going by the old gimmick. Um it's a new gimmick of just like 20 something club goers wearing those types of shirts and So are they trying to rip off like a really bad version like Night the Roxbury minus the head bobbing? I don't think they're trying to rip that off, but they probably got the idea from there. Um, uh, to, to be honest, their names are Lane and Idol instead of Lodi. So they take, they take, oh God. And the team name is XS. Just the letter X, the letter S. XS. Yes, that's... <sighs> Fantastic. Sound like money to you? Nope. <laughs> um... Uh, Paisley pulls Romeo out of the ring and Ikea hits a reverse suplex into a cutter for the win. So, uh, that Romeo push already. We <laughs> ran into the buzzsaw that is the Taft Cappy push. Yeah. Uh, we go backstage with the NW, still having a good time backstage, and then they have a surprise for Kevin, but it's a fake Wayne Newton, and Scott yells, I thought we wanted Elvis. Now, that's my favorite part of the night. He's like, We wanted Elvis! Get the hell out of here! And he shoves him. And I was like, I can speak for that. Here, here, cheer, cheer. Cheer, cheer. Uh, let's go to our next match. As it's the Demon versus Terry Funk. It is uh, the Demon's debut. He's back. Uh, when was the last time the Demon was on? Uh, August. August? I thought it was uh, New Year's Eve. No, remember Kiss never made it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Was, uh, August 99 when Kiss uh, played Nitro. And okay. at the very end of the night, he came out of the tomb. Um, only that was Brian Adams, and this is Dale Torborg. So. Okay, I, I looked it up, and they said the debut was New Year's Eve. Yeah, they so, that was supposed to be the kiss thing. So August, yeah, August. Remember, that's that's the that's the last straw that really got Bischoff fired for spending the money on Kiss. So August, and what month are we in now? Um, January, January, January. Uh, September. Uh, about five six months. Cool. I mean, it's been long enough for him to become a completely different person. That is true. So, um. So he's debuting. Why is he debuting against a, a hardcore legend and what's kind of a hardcore match, but not really? Um, wouldn't you want him to debut against somebody he can get a win over instead of fucking losing? I think so. Has um, And he loses on the Kiwi roll, a yeah. roll-up. Yeah, which hasn't beat anybody since the mid-60s. Well, let me say, Chris Demon, your mom's a whore. And you know the funniest part of all of that? Is I am a huge Terry Funk fan. Mm-hmm. We love Terry Funk. Gotta have that funk. He is one of those uh, veterans who is not about winning. He just wants to go out there and have fun. Put on a show. So it's not like he's politicking to beat these big, tough, new guys they are trying to get over. So why the fuck is Terry Funk beating the demon with a roll-up, a Kiwi roll-up? I don't know. Uh, there's your debut for the demon. So wow, what a debut! Starting off hot with him. Woo! Uh, we get a promo for Super Brawl, and the, basically it's asking, "Can the NWO be stopped?" With Bret Hart. With Bret Hart. Uh, our next match is a rematch from Nitro: Vampiro versus Kidman, and uh, once again, Tori. Great googly moogly. This is becoming a best of series. Yeah. Uh, Vampiro tosses Kidman up in the air, and uh, Kidman lands on the announce table when they're fighting outside. Another back and forth match. Uh, Vampiro hits a top rope nail in the coffin for the win. I thought their match on Nitro was a smidge better. Uh, so did I. So did I. This is good, but Nitro was a little better. Um, I, do you get the feeling that they're trying to do Benoit Booker with these guys? Yes. Yeah. Where they're not calling it a best of seven, but just the fact that they're so competitive and fighting each week is going to elevate both of them like yeah. it did those guys? Yeah. 100%. It's the... Uh, you know, it started on Nitro with Vampiro doing the, I respect Kidman, and it would be an honor if I could have another match with him on. Which is exactly how Vampiro should act. Yes. Uh, we see uh, Toll Package, Liz, and Buff head to the ring. It's, that's going to be our next match. But first, we go to the NWO. So they're still having a good time. Until there's a knock on the door, some cops show up. Uh, I hear there's some illegal gambling back here. I'd like to see who's in charge. So they shove out fake Wayne Newton. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yeah. Nash is like, oh, let me be right back. I'll be right back. Let me go get him. 
So our next match, it is the total package with Liz versus Buff Bagwell. It's a, uh, you can call it back and forth match if you want. Buff hits the blockbuster. However, Liz gets the ring and decides to uh, picture Buff as Bret Hart with the baseball bat swing <laughs> and knocks him out. There you go. Uh, package attacks Buff after the match. Uh, they attack Buff's arm with a bat and they try to put him in a, put the arm in a chair, but security stops him before. Is there anything wrong with Buff's arm for them to do this, or is just they're this is uh, trying to do something? This is Luger's new gimmick. Okay. He's gonna break arms. He's gonna be the cruncher, the total cruncher. Got it. Uh, we go offside to the Nitro Grill in Las Vegas as the uh, three count had an autograph signing that had lines throughout the whole place. But when we get there, they had no fans. My, f- I actually like the part where the girl comes up. She's like, "Are you the Backstreet Boys?" And like. Well, yeah, yes, you yes, want an autograph, and she has to think about it. It's like, no, nah, nah we're then good. walks away. Uh, Mama Luke's and Disco show up, make fun of them. We have a brawl and the grill. Then we cut straight to the ring as we, there's three count going to perform until the Mama Luke's come on out. So that means our next match is three count versus the Mama Luke's and Disco. Uh, we find out what Mama Luke's stand for. Not that giant wiener. It is for knucklehead or buffoon. Yeah, pretty much they're a laughing stock. Way to go. All right, cool. You mama Luke. God damn it, mama Lukes. Um, When the bell rings, the freaking three count, Shane Helms and uh, Moore just fly through the air. I wonder where they get the, the... Where they got that from? You know what I mean? Like, they might know some people from North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, they might know some people from old uh, Cameron there. But Jesus, because uh, Helms hits a swanton off the top rope to the outside onto uh, uh, Vito. Uh, back and forth, Disco goes to the chart buster, but it looks like it's a uh, um, swinging neck breaker because Moore doesn't take it the right way um, for the win. After the match, Vito says that they're going to sing you uh, sing it Sinatra style. New York, New York. Oh, they're bad. Whoo. You gotta love Tony. The Yankees win again. <laughs> yeah. The Yankees win again. That was awesome. Uh, once I saw, once I heard them sing in New York, I'm like, Corey's not gonna like it. But then once Tony <laughs> saved it with the Yankees win line, the I'm like, okay. Yankees win. Uh, they're singing Sinatra until Crowbar, Daphne, and uh, Dave Flair come out and attack them. Yep. We go backstage and Arn and Funk's looking for their guy. We don't know who the reinforcement is, but they're st- they don't even know because they're looking for him. <laughs> that helps, right? What is happening with the bookie? Uh, then we see a depressed NWO as they took their games. The <laughs> cops took their games. Uh, then Nash is like, tries to rah-rah the crowd up. So he goes, you know what? You know what they didn't take? This title. This is the most important thing in this business. This is mine. Did the U.S. give up when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? <laughs> no! Um, I don't know what he said. Cause the other one was something like company, equally as wrong. Like company fooled when Lincoln got shot by Oswald or yeah. something. Like, no! Let's go out and put all the old guys. My f- and, but for me, it ended. I was like, not again. Yeah, not. <laughs> for me, at this moment, it skipped because oh, nice. the, the, everybody's like, oh, boo. Like, they're all booing him for... <laughs> yeah. Well, let's go out and kick Sid's ass. Yeah. I like it. It's one reason why Kevin Nash does not teach American high school history. Um, Let's go to our next match. This is Booker T versus Huckleberry Flynn. Jerry Flynn. uh, For some reason, there's beef between them because Flynn attacks Booker in his entrance. Of course he does. Um, Because Flynn grew up in the hood with Big T and Stevie Ray. I guess so. That's where he got his gee from, man. Right. Um, Booker T wins with a spine buster, but he does the roll up after, which is cool. I, it's I, I know he's doing the bookend now, rock bottom move. But are they just? Is he just trying to find a move? Yeah. That doesn't hurt his body because he's doing the he used to do the, the front Harlem, flip, Harlem, yeah, the Harlem hangover, hangover the, and even the top rope drop kick is tough for a guy that size to fall all the time. Yeah. So yeah, he's just trying to find something that's not going to kill him every night, but looks good. Yeah. Uh, we see Funk, Arn, and Sid as Arn and Funk said that they have a plan for Sid to so go out and win. Wonder what that's going to be. Then the cat comes on out and he, uh, does what he normally does, makes fun of the crowd, uh, has fans almost jump the barrier, and then he starts dancing. 
That's, uh, it's your stick. That's all we get. Then we go backstage with me, Gene, and our favorite former Nitro girl, Kimberly. <laughs> Who's asleep. Who's asleep during this one. Saying that her, uh, her and DDP have had a talk, and uh, they've now come to a meeting of the minds. That means that he made her say that. Yes. Um, Jean brings up the match with uh, that she wrapped between DDP and Buff, and she's like, I'm not a ref. Nash put me in this situation. I can barely count to three. I can't count to three. You saw my straight moves. Um, but then she goes on to say, like, the result of the match, though, her friendship with Marcus is A-OK. Um, sure. She says that she loves her uh, husband and there's no issue there. Uh, during all this, you can hear the cat's music in the back. Cause I think he is, uh, they're not, the crowd in, uh, is not being able to watch this. So they're seeing the cat dance. I'd rather see the cat dance. Uh, DDP shows up and just grabs her by the arm. Like, let's go. Hmm. Yeah. Everything seems fine there. Everything seems fine, buddy. We see, uh, Nash and, uh, the Harris boys making fun of Sid saying that he doesn't have another move besides the power bomb. Then we get, he doesn't have the sweet hair flip that Nash does. He doesn't. Uh, we get a promo uh, for future uh, VHSs that you can buy. Uh, best of Sid, best of staying in the Nitro Girl swimsuit. Then we go to uh, backstage with Finley telling Nobbs uh, to stay in the back because uh, Finley has a wrench that he's going to use on Bam Bam. Nobbs, like brothers, don't shake hands. Brothers got to hug, hug it out. And then all of a sudden, you see the, the wrench from uh, Finley's back pocket is in Brian Nobbs' hand. And he's really happy that he fucked over his mentor. Checks out. Uh, so our next match is Bam Bam versus Fit Finley. The winner of this match gets a hardcore championship match. Um, so back and forth, Finley then goes for the wrench and can't find it. So that bemuses him. He loses it. And that is able to... Let Bam Bam hit greetings from Asbury Park for the win. Can I mention something that um, I thought was odd? Hmm. Monday, Bam Bam's back to his sweet flame uh, tights. Yep. But then tonight he's right back to the all black shirt and, yeah. and black. And it's like, bro, why tease us like that? Uh, probably somehow in some way that the uh, Gene comment of the WWF fucked him over with his mic. On Nitro, which you can listen to on the Monday Night War stories. Like, they probably saw him wear that and like, don't we own the rights to that? <laughs> I can't even have flames. It's on my head, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Bam. So we see the cage lowering down. So let's go to our main event. Sid versus Ron Harris versus Kevin Nash for the WCW Heavyweight Championship. It's your typical handicap match here between the Ron and uh, Nash. Against Sid, uh, they double team Sid plenty of times. They so- throw Sid in the cage multiple times. Uh, they try to do the double pin on Sid, but he kicks out. Sid gets moments of offense until they double team him again. They try to grind Sid's face into the cr- uh, cage, but he outpowers them. Sid takes out one of the hairs with a choke slam. Sid then puts the cross face on Nash, and Nash taps. Yes, you just slapped your head. <laughs> Why is he using Chris Benoit's move to win the world title in the end of this convoluted fuck thing when Benoit's gone and no longer on TV and no longer associated with the company? Like, why continue to pinpoint that? I get he couldn't use the power bomb. Use a big boot or something. I don't know. Just, I mean, use a choke slam. Yeah, it didn't make sense. Use a chair shot. Yeah, it didn't make sense to me. But why? I think they're using it. My assumption is that they're going to do the, well, since he's gone, we can use that move. So he can suck it. Yeah, maybe. That's stupid. So we get this hype noise. No bait and switch from WCW, correct? They don't bait and switch. (laughs) Never. Never. As they talked about, hey, Thunder, Funk's going to have a reinforcement. Yeah, he's just running late. Super late. As one Ric Flair finally shows up. He's the reinforcement. That's what they teased us on Monday. And all he does is come down middle, halfway through the ramp and claps for Sting. I mean, Sid. Uh, for Sid, sorry. And that's it. That's all. That's the reinforcement. That was Terry Funk's and Arn's plan. Thank God Sid was able to win and didn't need the reinforcement. <laughs> He didn't even show up until after the match was done. There's like, there's things in this match of just 
like not this match, but this night, and it's like Sid and Arn like, "Hey, Sid, we have a plan. We got reinforcements. We have a plan for you to." Here's the plan. Just go out, and beat him. Just by go yourself. beat him. Go beat him. Yeah. Uh, to you know, to me, this episode of Thunder Joe felt like every other page of the script was missing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, yes. Meh, whatever. It's like, oh, we got the story going. Okay, I'm intrigued. Uh, where is six and seven? They're not there. Yeah. Okay, uh, eight, and we're back on. We didn't need that. But yeah, it's, uh, it's it just blew my mind. It's just a little a little bait and switch, might I say? You know what I mean? Like, it's just like really. Can we assume that it's Sid and Nash at Super Bowl? I'm going to assume correct. Well, we're done with the W. Let's move on to WF. Let's go to SmackDown. We're in Baltimore, Maryland. That's a favorite. Yeah. For both. Yeah. Baltimore doesn't get enough play as one of the best wrestling cities. They don't. Uh, commentary, Cole and Lawler, like normal. We get a recap for uh, Monday. Big Show and Triple H teaming up with The Rock to take on, uh, take on The Rock and his partner, a.k.a. Rockishi. Rockishi, the Battle of the Rocks. Uh, Captain Jack making the save, Rikishi and uh, Rock beating down DX and Big Show. We're going to go straight to a match on uh, SmackDown, which is kind of odd in that way. It's, yeah, not normal. Um, we get Our first match tonight, though, is Mr. Ass, Billy Gunn versus Al Snow. How How's that hot uh, to start off a hot night? Jesus Christ. Almost made me want to turn Thunder back on. <laughs> uh, we found out that Road Dog isn't here because he has the flu. Hopefully that's the right excuse. Um, <laughs> Quick weekend in rehab. Yes. Uh, we find out that if Al wins, uh, they, get they, have a, they have a tag title shot on Monday. Al, I don't get this. Why is Al being the comedy in the back, but once his music hits and he's hitting that ramp, he's back to that serious, don't fucking, I don't, know. Don't, don't look at me. But I'll, I'll tell you something. I've grown on that entrance music. I have too. It's way better than the head music. Yeah. I'm too. Yeah, it's badass. But it just blows my mind. I, you know, hey, we're gonna be head cheese and this, 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 and then, then he's like, no career. He's like Dean Malenko once he cuts out of the curtain. Yeah. Um, Gun uh, suplexes Al over the top rope. Al misses a top rope leg drop, and Gun hits three straight atomic drops. Well, the third one, he meh. Al distracts the ref, and Blackman comes in with a kendo stick. Gun steals the stick and hits Blackman and Al with it. Al wins via DQ. So they get a title shot. You get a title shot on Monday. We go backstage with uh, Triple H and Stephanie. Uh, Triple H is mad about what he saw with Stephanie saying that the uh, outlaws um, would beat them easy. Yeah. That she was surprised that they should have. Uh, well, th- that they will on Monday. Um, he wants to know what the situation is with The Rock and Rikishi. And Triple H is like, you know, I made a match between, be- between the two. We're going to shut that shit down real quick. Shut it down. Big Show enters the ring and shows that he has photos of the Rock's feet touching the ground from the Royal Rumble. Um, yeah, it's awful. Triple H, Triple H is like, that's good and all, but do you have an eyewitness? Oh, I, you need an eyewitness? I need an eyewitness. I need an eyewitness. So Triple H is like, you know what? I want a couple of favors for you since I'm going to help you here get your match with the Rock. Um, so go suit up, and then uh, I'll get to you later. Uh, Triple H calls. Oh, hold on. Big Show's like, Keep in mind, I'm doing you a favor. Don't, uh, don't take advantage of it, or I will end you. <laughs> well, at least he's being, <laughs> yeah, he's being fair about it. Yeah, um, and this is like the part uh, when I'm like, Stephanie's like, and that's why they call you the game. And he smirks. And he smirks. <laughs> then the camera goes off, and they fuck. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we get a promo with Cactus Jack. Uh, he comes on out, talks about the Royal Rumble, says, you know, he didn't win, but we did get to see a different side of Triple H. It was Triple H's blood running through New York, not his. And it was Triple H in the crimson mask. So he calls Triple H out. He wants, hey, let's do it again. Stephanie comes out by herself. Uh, Stephanie says that Triple H thought about uh, coming out, but he decided, why? <laughs> Triple H. A, uh, doesn't do me any good. Doesn't mean, yeah. Uh, Triple H says that he uh, Triple H, Triple H is as sadistic and crazy as Cactus, but he has nothing out, come, to come out here. He has nothing to prove, and I like that. That's you true. Know? True. Why? Make it worth my while. Yeah. Uh, Jack sa- uh, says that there won't be an heir to the McMahon Helms era because Triple H ha- doesn't have a sack. And then what? What did we get, Joe? 
We got the first of an iconic thing in WWFE for the next 20 years, and that's Stephanie slapping a male superstar as hard as possible and trying to cut his balls off on television. It's her, it's her second time slapping. Yep. Foley. Yep. Got him the first time across the mask. But this one. Yeah. This uh, one, you saw the look on her face like, oh, that's the face we've seen about a face. billion times. Yep. Jack, uh, then Jack's like, hey, let's play the game. Slap me again. Come on, slap me. Find out what will happen if you slap me again. I dug that. Um, Starts to yell at her until she runs off. Um, He's like, well, uh, Jack's like, well, I guess I'm going to leave because he just wants to deal with Triple H, not Stephanie. Mm -hmm. I like it. Because it's going to be one Stone Cold Steve Austin interview. And then they're going to show you highlights from the swimsuit contest and the tables match from the Royal Rumble. That is a halftime heat there, folks. Uh, during the break, we see, hey, Jack, Captain Jack is actually leaving the arena. Uh, then we see the Hollies uh, trying to uh, make up since the family wants them to. Since uh, Grandma Holly. Grandma Holly wants them to be back together. But Cratch's like, me and my, I got my, me and my new partner, Viscera, are undefeated, so we're good. Hardcore says, uh, well, uh, you go take care of it yourself. You know, go take care of your, uh, it himself. There's a lot of, there's a lot of Hollies. Yeah. Them fighting Hollies. Fight Grandma them. Holly. There's old Grandpappy Holly. You got Crash. You got Hardcore. Yeah, there's no. more. There's more. It's like the uh, Always Sunny, you know, the... Uh, uh, the McPoyles. The McPoyles. It's the McHollies. Less incest, more fighting. Yes. <laughs> Less incest, more fighting. Uh, we're going to do our next match. is a tag match of Edge and Christian versus the Dudley Boys. And... In one of the worst pre-taped promos I have ever fucking seen, Joe. Oh, good God almighty. Hey, uh, hey, Terry. Um, we feel bad for you. Hopefully you get well soon. Um, we're going to win this match for you guys. Hey, Hardys, watch this, and we're going to win this for you. I mean, cut with all the intensity of two mannequins. Good God almighty. <laughs> I didn't. Damn. Uh, yeah. The hair even looked fake. We, it to me, what what was worse, this or when like Brett and Flair like oh, yeah. Hogan, this one's for you. This was worse. Yeah, I know. Like because this was like, like mannequins with fake hair on their head. Yeah. It didn't even look real. I was like, they, I thought I didn't know they moved. I was like, what the fuck is this? Uh, we find out that <laughs> we find out that uh, the uh, from ter- about her Terry situation, she has no broken bones. However, she has an injured neck, back, <laughs> spine. And trauma. Jesus Christ. I'm like, so she doesn't have anything broken, but just a shit ton of trauma. But like trauma from the ass up. Okay, yeah. cool. That's good. Okay. That's good. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, Dudley's work on Christian for most of the match. Christian with a top rope Frankensteiner. Edge with the hot tag. Uh, Christian hits a second rope springboard over the top rope to the outside to Bubba. Edge spears Devon. Dudley's attack Edge and, uh, for the win. Uh, Dudley's attack Edge and Christian after the match, giving them both three Ds. Bubba sets a, uh, uh, puts Edge on a table on the outside, and Bubba power bombs Christian through Edge off the apron. I did not realize that was tonight. This is an infamous spot. Go on. When he power bombed Christian on top of Edge, you know his blood from Edge's mouth. Yeah, he knocked out all the front teeth and Edge on the top. Of oh, really? Yeah. He had to get uh, false teeth. Oh wow, that's something I did not know. Yeah. Damn. Uh, uh, we go backstage with Triple H and Stephanie as Kane barges in that he wants X-Pac tonight. Triple H's like, sure, you can have X-Pac. Monday. But, but on Monday. Stephanie says that Kane has a match, though, tonight, but it's against, well, the big show. And he has to win it to get to X-Pac. Yes. Uh, our next match, though, is Viscera versus Hardcore Holly. Um, we get a... Uh, uh, Crash comes down the ringside. Viscera goes for the big splash. However, Crash jumps on the back of Viscera, and the Hollies double team Viscera. Looks like the Hollies are back together. Oh, Grandma's gonna be so happy. Grandma's gonna be really happy about that, folks. Um, you know, don't forget. I mean, I've heard rumors, Joe. Yeah, I've heard rumors that Uncle Jim was happy too. Oh, not a lot of people know this, but he'll Billy Jim Holly. Uh, Billy Jim Holly. You never heard his last name. Oh. He's 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 kin. He's kin. You know, hillbilly so Jim. Holly. He's happy. <laughs> he's like hillbilly Jim. Holly. 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 <laughs> Holly. Holly. Um. 
they uh, we go backstage with Stephanie and Triple H, and they're talking with Big Show, and they're like, "Hey, Big Show, we got a match for you tonight, but you're taking on Kane." Big Show gets mad about this. He's like, "Hey, I'm doing you a favor. Keep that in mind. Keep that in mind." Let's go to our next match. This is the battle of the big men of Kane with Tori versus Big Show. Uh, Show tosses Kane over the top rope with ease, throws him into the steel steps. We get a back and forth match here. However, X-Pac then, hey, he shows up and he comes down to distract Kane as X-Pac decides to run around and grab Tori's ass. And uh, Kane goes after him, but Big Show and Kane double team uh, Kane. I honestly did not know that. Uh, I forgot that Big Show was a forgotten member of DX. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as this goes on, I was going to make that same comment. Awesome. I was going to say Big Show plainly playing the part of Road Dog. Yes. Um, Gun and uh, Triple H run down and help beat up Kane. Kane gets up, but they beat him down. Kane uh, gets hit with a chair by Triple H. Tori's watching all this while she's in the ring. Big Show choke slams Kane, holds him up for a bit. Then they decide for Triple H to tie our, uh, Kane's arms behind his back, and the rope goes around the post, so he can't do anything. Then it's story time with X-Pac as he tells a story about... Uh, the X-Pac-Tori Christmas story. And then he says, actually, I'm just going to cut to the bedroom scene because that's where all the good stuff happens. How she likes it rough, and then... She seduced me, Kane. But it's taped. So what do they do? X-Pac does some stuff that can't say on live TV, but can do it in a live crowd. Yep. So what they do is they basically pipe in fan noise and cut around the arena as basically X-Pac saying how she banged him. Yep. Um, And uh, so then uh, Tori's in the ring freaking out. Then gets face to face with X Pac, and then he's like, "You can do what you want." So she's like, "Oh, then I'm just gonna fuck you again." I'm gonna make out with you. Yeah. As it turns out that Tori betrays Kane for X Pac. I said it yesterday on the Monday Night War Stories tape. I'll say it here again: This company sure knows how to treat women. My God. From one man to another. Well, let's think about it. Well, yeah. For the past six weeks, they've treated her like. Um, First, a, a floozy. Yep. Then uh, an obsessed, uh, freaky woman who thinks everybody's after her. Mm-hmm. And she's the butt of all the jokes. And now she's the two-timing conniving whore who uh, got her away with the big red retard, their words, and now is going for X-Pac. That's, um... Jesus Christ. What is... It's disgusting, really. It really is, and it's just funny, too, because of the fact that, you know, you're doing almost the damn same storyline with Stephanie, just more tamer, and yeah. by the fact, without doing the jokes about her. Uh, and Plus, and in, the, in the meantime, they've had her be like this paranoid uh, woman. Yeah. Each week, they've been sexually harassing her on TV yeah. with that gimmick, too. Uh, so, I mean, fo- Foley. Foley, I want to get, I want to motorboat the shit out of you. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, Jesus Christ. Uh, we see during the break, though, Kane leaves the arena as he is sad and depressed. He's uh, going to go get his dashboard confessional CD and listen to it. <laughs> oh, it's 2000. So Lincoln Park. Yeah. So it's Lincoln Park. Uh, our next match is a tag match of DeLorean Brown and Godfather versus Too Cool. However, this match goes like a minute and a half until Scotty starts dancing. This was awesome, first of all. Yeah. I, I, I liked it. Sometimes with a Godfather character, you need something like this. Hold yeah. on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We can fight anytime. If y'all want to party, let's freaking party. So Scotty starts like out of nowhere to start <laughs> busting a move and wrote as uh, Corey portrayed the Godfather. He just stops the match and then they all start getting down and boogie woogie until Mark Henry and Mae Young come on out and they have some news to tell everybody. Great news. You go ahead, mate. Say it. I'm pregnant. Every and, and I have to say, I love everybody's facial reactions in the ring. The the the, the disgust look. Godfather's was my favorite. He's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so um, D looked like he was actually vomiting. The <laughs> two cool looking at each other like, 
Oh my god. Like so yeah. May Young's pregnant. Is pregnant with Jesus Christ. Women, baby. Uh we go back. And this is this is the better show, Joe. Remember, it really, it really this is. This is the better it show. It is, but weird. Wow. Wow. Uh backstage we have the Main Street Posse making fun of Taz because of his size. It's Tiz, I think. I think his name is Tiz. Um, but then Taz says, I can take all three of you. My favorite part of all of this, between this and the matches itself, is Jerry Lawler, of all people, building up Taz. Like, three against one, that's not fair. They may want to go get three or more people. Who would have thunk that uh, <laughs> Jerry Lawler would be the saving grace for Taz there? And fucking Michael Cole burying the shit out of Taz. That oh, young upstarter. He's a young underdog. There it is. Uh, but before their match, let's go to our next match for the Hardcore Championship as it's Gangrel and Test. Uh, they instantly go straight to the stage and fight to the back. Luna tries to break a two-by-four over his back. Um, fails. Fails. And then uh, he uh, Test picks her up and throws her in a, be- a, a trunk bed of snow. Uh, they fight to the back near the production trucks. Test smashes Gangrel between a piano. Yeah. Basically a flair uh, maestro I moment. I mean, like, the maestro, how's he going to play that? Well, that's a different show. Never yeah. mind. Uh, Luna accidentally hits Gangrel with the snow shovel. Test and power bombs Luna on a piano, on the piano. And then Test does the snow, the, um, the elbow drop into, like, a pile of boxes. Mm-hmm. Safe as can be. Yeah. Wouldn't have heard it fly. Here you go, sucker! And like, you know, it was a terrible match. Yeah, I was like, and it went way too long too. Fuck, yes. it went way too long. Uh, then we see the posse arguing who's going to face Taz. And so our next match, it's a me- handicap match of the Mean Street Posse versus Taz. Taz chokes out Pete Gas. So in my mind, this Taz storyline is this: he's tiny, but he has grit and heart. Mm. That's not going to get Taz over. Nope. Angle, Kurt Angle comes down and attacks Taz after the match. Angle hits the angle slam and puts Taz on that same old chokehold that Taz has choked him out with. We see backstage that the Hollies are back together and Crash says he hopes Hardcore won't be jealous of him because he's going to win himself the Intercontinental Championship. That's right, because our next match is for the Intercontinental Championship. Crash Holly versus Chris Jericho. But first, China has to come out with her new bazooka pyro gun uh jericho yeah why to all of us <laughs> why <sighs> i don't know as then we uh jericho calls uh crash elroy jetson that caught on by the way did it yeah oh yeah oh, that's awesome uh jericho uh, holly hits jericho with the belt hardcore does and holly uh boot gives china a big boot um okay <laughs> You ever notice a running trend here? Every time China walks around the corner to be a big badass when it comes to Holly, he just boots the shit out of her. Yeah, yeah. Makes her look like a putz. Show me some respect. Bam. Punch in the back of the head. I got an idea. I got an idea. Uh, Jericho puts a crash in the walls of Jericho while uh, China DDT's hardcore on the outside for the win. So, our main event, it's cousins? Are they cousins in real life? (laughs) Yeah. In some shape or form. I know they're related. Because, yeah, it's that Samoan way. They're related. Because, okay, so the Rock's grandfather and grandmother are related to Rikishi's parents. So, yes, they are related. Second cousins or something like that. The Samoan cousins, but like, but with their family, it's like. They're first, they're brothers, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. there's no cousin trope to them. It's their yeah. brothers. They're all raised together in America. Yeah. And- yeah. Uh, Rock versus Rikishi. Uh, Rock says he appreciates Rikishi helping him, but hey, it's a different night, different show. Yeah. So, we're smack that ass. We're gonna smack that ass. Uh, Rock make fun, uh, makes fun of the big show. It's, big show has pictures of my feet and basically goes, uh, he's he can shove those photos up his candy ass doesn't matter it doesn't matter still my favorite doesn't matter is uh when he jukes out uh was it coach <laughs> yeah or cole la- la- last week it's coach oh it? coach what's your name you know it, it doesn't, doesn't matter <laughs> yeah 
Uh, we get back and forth match here between them both. Rock goes to the rock bottom, but Rikishi, instead of falling straight back, falls on his knees. It was awkward as fuck. Yeah. I was like, did he just blow out both legs? Yeah, it looked scary in a way. Uh, commentary sells it, though, that the rock was too tired to get him up. So kind of good save on them, but still, save. you know what I mean? Like, I'd buy it. But... Yeah. Uh, rock hits another rock bottom. However, Rikishi basically no-sells it and gets right up from it. Showing that strong side that when he faced Triple H last week, mm-hmm. he can get up. He's a player. We get a ref bump. Rikishi does a belly to belly and then go hits the corner splash. Our newest DX member, Big Show, runs down <laughs> and attacks both men. Choke slams the Rock. Too Cool comes down, but Triple H sneaks attack them. Big Show double choke slams Too Cool. <laughs> what you just said was it made me laugh. New DX member, Big Show. Yeah. But honestly speaking. With how many times he's either joined the NWO, helped DX members, or helped NWO members without being in the NWO. At this point, is Big Show just... I mean, can we just call him a click member? <laughs> you, like, you, you wish you could, right? Like, how many times you got to help them throughout the years? I mean... Because, you know, it's, it's how, many, <laughs> how many times can he in and out himself in groups and turn heel? He's done more on screen with him than Sean. That's true. I mean, that is true. <laughs> Jesus. So that ends SmackDown. So Corey, oh SmackDown, SmackDown, yes. So let's see how the ratings did. Uh, last week, WCW went to two point seven four for their ratings uh, for Thunder. SmackDown got a five point four. Mm-hmm. WCW went down this week two point five one, while WWF stayed the, stayed the ship five point four. Making. Saving UPN one week at a time. Yeah. Crazy. It's this for me watching this stuff, it's like, oh, I don't remember any of this. Oh, but I do in that yeah. way, you know. Some stuff will come up, you're like, oh, I remember that. I remember that, yeah. And then there's stuff I don't remember at all. Like, so for me, before we do the award show, I'll be like, the Tory stuff, I'm like, I know she turns on him, but when? I thought for sure thought, it was before this. I thought like, it was at a pay-per-view. I knew it was on TV, but I was like, how long after Christmas does this fucking thing take? Jesus. Hmm, almost a full month. Right? Um, what else? Uh, the May Young pregnant. I, I didn't know that. when that was going to be. I Yeah, I didn't know it was this early. I, but. I, yeah. But once again, it's that one storyline of how long is this going to be? As a love flourishes between May and Mark. But let's move on to our favorite part of the show. The award show. Let's start off with best match. I believe you do have uh, the chosen ones. Picks. I do. As I do. Which, 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 which. Bianca Belair here. Uh, his best match was the uh, was Edge and Christian versus the Dudleys. I'll go along with that. There, there was nothing on Thunder, and I didn't think the Rock Rikishi was that good. Yeah. Uh, neither was Kane and Show. So yeah, I'll go with that. I'll, I'll go with that. Somewhat new in a way. Um, Jabroni match of the week. Oh, anything involving the Maestro. Usually always gets that from me. Well, you're not alone, because <laughs> I'll give it that nor- Maestro and Smiley, as did Mr. Chosen One. Yep. Who is your MVP? Uh, you know what? Big Show. Did you see? The- did he text you, too? No. Because uh, his did MVP he? is Big Show. It's amazing. I'll give it yeah. to him because yeah. he's a new member of DX. I just can't yeah. wait for the pyro shot. Yeah. I wonder, wait, does he, so, the does smart. he does he team with X-Pac and X-Pac does the one, two, three, and when Kane oh. would do it, he would do the, oh! Yeah, X-Show. X-Show. I mean, it makes sense. You know why he joined DX tonight, don't you? No. Well, there's no NWO there for him to join again. That's true. He's like, I need, uh, uh <laughs> you, you're close enough. Are you the Dungeon of Doom? No, nope, we're DX. All right, we're in. You do the too sweet. You, uh, I can do that. I can yeah, do for, that yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, too <laughs> sweet. I'll go big show. Um, who's your motive? <laughs> May Young. I, I just can't. Yeah, 
I'm going May Young with you, but Mr. Chosen One with Kane. Well, he was he did severely his, cuckolded on he TV. He got cuckolded pretty hard. So, Corey, WTF? Uh, I can. Uh, my WTF will be a uh, will be a relief for you and 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 the chosen one. Okay. I can tell you that now that this thunder is done, all of the drama and bullshit and hot shotting of the world title is done. Sid is the champion. There will be no Nash coming out okay. on Monday and being like the title's held up again. You got to okay. beat four Harris brothers, me, Razor Ramon, and Doink the Clown. <laughs> It, uh, he is the champion. He is facing Doink, though. Got it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, okay. we're bringing Doink in. Call him Boink. 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 Uh, Mr. Weeble's WTF is May Young is pregnant. <laughs> that, I mean, that's a good WTF. That is a w- good, great one. Um, mine is the. Mine is mine is Mr. Funk's uh, reinforcement idea. <laughs> And his plan to help Sid win the title back. Well, really, it's his own fault for having faith in Ric Flair to be the <laughs> reinforcement. The, uh, my do, yeah, it, don't I recall the fact that, hey, they called him on Monday and it, hey, shows on Wednesday. He and just he, now got his pants on, Joe. I mean, must, must have. Space Mountain. It never closes. Well, they were in Vegas, so he was probably there for the longest time. But, yeah, it just blew my mind. It's just like, hey, we have Ric Flair. What are we doing? Nothing. Just nothing. Have him come out and clap his hands. Are you serious? Yay. The, uh, supposed to be the uh, vote of confidence. I was going to say. For Sid to be the guy. It's like, it's like, it's that, uh, the nod. Hey, you're the next, you're the next thing. It's, you know, during the pay-per-view with Benoit and at, uh, sold out. And they have the entire roster come out to mm-hmm. watch. Yep. Well, who needs the entire roster when you have Ric Flair come out and go, you were a former horseman. You almost killed my best friend. I almost killed my best friend. But, but guess what? Do. You're okay. the man now. You'll do. You do. So, yeah. <laughs> God damn it. WCW, everybody. So this brings an end to this week's episode of the Midweek War Stories as we're moving on to Super Brawl. Is that, that is in a couple weeks. Uh, three. Three weeks. Uh, the back-to-back weeks of pay-per-views are like my dreaded weeks, but I know we're dreading like April or March, I think, right? April, April, uh, Mar- May. 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 Because there's like nine things that whole month. Then that's not including weekly shows. Yeah. Let's see, you got WrestleMania, you got Spring Stampede, you got Insurrection, Backlash, and uh, a whole bunch of stuff on TV that's huge so stuff. That, so that's four pay-per-views in March, plus... Two, four, six, eight, 16 shows. Can I break it down so that's to you? 20 shows in one month. Can I break it down for you? Yes, please. I don't want you to get discouraged, Joe. I'm not. It won't be as bad as it sounds. Okay. But between April 2nd, 2000, yeah. and May 9th, 2000, it's five weeks, right? Yeah. There's five pay per views. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, that's coming up in the future, but that's in the future. Uh, you can go back and listen to both our pay-per-view war stories of Sold Out and the Royal Rumble 2000. You can find all that good stuff at com. You can also follow us on any social media website. We're on all of them besides Tinder. We're working on that one. And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcast.